Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is called, Should We Be Looking Back or Forward? Should we, and that's metaphorical more than literal, but should we be looking back? Sometimes I, I, I talk to people and when I listen to what they're saying to me, whether it's about their movement or about their pain or about their stress, there's a lot of energy that is being held in the past. There's a lot of it coming from history, circumstance, trauma, physical or otherwise, and it's almost like they've been tethered to that the situations in the past and are really dragged down by it. So it bring it kind of begs the question, should we be looking back all the time? Should we or should we look back at all? There's a saying, you know, when you're when you're driving and you look in the rearview mirror, that objects look closer than they actually are. Objects will appear closer than they actually are. And I think the metaphor for that is that we, the objects from our past are appearing closer than they actually are. It could have been a long time ago, but they stay with us in a way that is way more present. They're looking a lot, like they're a lot closer, but that is not, that's a warped perception. Just like, just like in your rear view mirror, it's not quite as accurate. And so I think we have to uncover what it is that we're looking back at, even if we don't think we are, and how it might be weighing us down. So an example I'll give is someone who was a big athlete in high school and in college and is now many, many years after that. But that time was really 
wonderful and self-affirming and celebratory. And now this athlete, decades later, is kind of still stuck in that moment of 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 needing that that those highs, those those affirmation, those wins, those those struggles, everything that was in in that time period. So this is more like looking back at what was in a wonderful way, not like what was and you know angry about it, but was but really kind of stuck in that and not able to let go and kind of move from that place of winning a lot of races, doing really well. And it it slows down the feeling of wanting to be in the present moment when you're stuck in that past. So that's a that's I've I've met quite a few people. That was not one particular athlete. That's I've met a lot of them. <laughs> you know, and it's that uh stuck in those early years where things were easier and life affirming or whatever and just not moving into the present and that that can be very damaging because we have to kind of we ex- we need to accept all the stages of life that doesn't mean that we are going downhill either we're not it's just different but we're going forward so this is where we need to look forward we need to see what's in front of us what we want for ourselves because that's going to help us kind of take the action steps to get there. You can have very specific goals or very specific visions for yourself or not very specific, but just kind of ideas. But that looking forward is going to help with that. So looking looking back is not going to help you in those ways. Looking back is also not going to help you if you've had not a great experience and it could be anything. It could be a time period. It could be with a person. It could be a a real trauma. And the people that I've seen who do the best at overcoming adversity are the ones who look at those, those moments in the past as opportunities for growth, not as tethers that do not allow them to move forward because they're stuck in the pain of that. Those people that are so successful don't deny what what whatever they went through but they are not at all looking back at it it's all about how it has put them in the place they are today and how they're going to move forward how they've gotten stronger and clearer because of the adversity so i think the moral is should we be looking back or should we be looking forward we should look back to remember from where we came and that can be from the person who had those glory years and is no longer in those glory years in their in their mind. Or it could be the person who did not have happy memories, had tragedy, trauma, something. And we can look back and know that's where you come without going there, right? Without staying there, without being anchored there. So the looking back is important to really, for our assessment, like look where we came from, look how we've grown and appreciate those changes. Appreciate, hey, the person that was this superior athlete and no longer is, appreciate those, those, that ability to have been there. And then think about what can you be doing now to, to feel the same way without comparing it. 
the same way about yourself, the same way about how you're moving your body. And then the looking forward is again, not always trying to live in the future, but looking forward to what else you can do for yourself and for others. We should look forward. We should see what is what more in life do we want to... I mean, there's just so much. Sometimes it's overwhelming. Like if you think about all the places you want to go to visit or all the things you want to read or all the things you want to learn about or all the things you want to do or all the people you want to help, it can be overwhelming. But if we look to the future and think of a few things very specifically and use that as this beacon of light that we're going toward, that's amazing. But always in the grounding moment of now. So I think the answer is we can look back and we can look forward as long as we're doing it from this place of being connected to the present moment, whether it's a a good moment, whether it's a sad moment, whether it's a a low moment, those, it reminds us that there's always, there was always yesterday and there's always tomorrow to come, we hope, you know, for a lot, many, many years. And that is what I think movement does so well. Movement always brings you into the present moment. I say this a lot in my classes. Our mind is very often in the future or in the past. It's not very present, but our bodies are always in the present moment. So if you find that you're looking back a lot in your life or you're looking forward too much, bring yourself into your body, move your body. It will bring you into the present moment because we do need to find more and more moments where we are present so that we can connect and be clear. So look back and look forward, but always get grounded on the here and now. Thank you so much for listening. Lots of hugs. Pulling for you each and every day. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.